Welcome to this episode of PT Meal Physical Therapy Podcast. Again, this is your host. My name is Johan de la Paz. Our guest for today is Burns Reyes, a licensed physical therapist who has been practicing in the fitness industry as a Pilates instructor for about 10 years now. His credentials include being fully certified in Stott Pilates, Essential, Intermediate, Advanced, Injury, and Special Population. He is also a Rehab Pilates instructor, a certified personal trainer, and certified health coach from the American Council on Exercise. He, is, um, he also specializes in pre- and postnatal Pilates, Pilates for scoliosis, Pilates for advanced age, Pilates for golfers, and Pilates for athletic conditioning. In this episode, we talk about Burns Path from physical therapy then to Pilates, what Pilates is and how to be a Pilates instructor, how he transitioned from physical therapy to Pilates, how his physical therapy degree helped him to become a better Pilates instructor, what rehab Pilates is and how it helps his clients, and what Pilates clients should expect in a class. So come take a listen to our hearty serving of PT Meal where we talk about play, therapies, movement, exercises, activities, and leisure. Enjoy! All right, so we have here uh, Burns Reyes as our guest. Uh, welcome to the show, Burns. Hi, Johan. Nice to hear from you again. We're here to talk about uh, you being a, a Pilates instructor, um, coming from a physical therapy background. So before that, uh, can you tell us um, or describe to us how you got into physical therapy first? So what, what was the path that you went to from like high school to choosing physical therapy as your course? Uh, okay, so I graduated high school and finish, also finished my uh, bachelor's degree of physical therapy in the same school, University of Santo Tomas. Um, I really love science since I was a kid. Um, I grew up from a family of medical professionals. So I took physical therapy as a um, pre-med course, thinking that the curriculum is the one closest to being a physician. And But when I got my bachelor's degree in PT, my plans changed and decided to work um, immediately. So maybe a bit, after five years of studying, um, I got a bit burnt out. So I told myself, oh, I just want to work first. Oh, gotcha. So now let's go to uh, you becoming a Pilates instructor. So when did that cross your mind? How, or how did you encounter Pilates and, and what sparked your interest in Pilates? I think I was in second year college. Yeah. My first exposure to Pilates was back in second year college. A group of interns from same school, USC, invited me to be there. Uh, invited me to be part of their uh, thesis paper. They're studying uh, Pilates as a form of core strengthening exercise. So I think it's a two-month um, study period. So we have we were scheduled to do certain exercises, Pilates exercises, under uh, certified instructor, and they 
do and they did a baseline measurement from us uh, using different equipments and then they also test uh, our abdominal strength after the two-month period and it showed great uh, improvement and our abdominal strength so I find it really interesting yeah so after getting licensed as a physical therapist I was looking for other avenues to practice my career other than in the hospital or clinic going back when I was a kid I'm a bit overweight so I told myself I want to work in a fitness center or a health and wellness setting um, I applied got certified a year after yeah so that's how it started i think this is uh i got my license as a physical therapist um 2009 and then i got into this job um may 2010 yeah so i think uh, while waiting for the result of my uh Ex, uh, results for my exam, licensure exam for physical therapist. I also work as a medical transcriptionist, me medical encoder. Yeah, but I just stayed it for like six months, and then I shifted to this job as a Pilates instructor. Um, how would you describe Pilates to someone who um, hasn't heard or doesn't have any idea of what Pilates is? Okay, so Pilates is a mind and body exercise created by a German mm -hmm. guy named Joseph Pilates. Uh, its main goal is to strengthen your core abdominal muscles and improve mm -hmm. your posture. Uh, Pilates, particularly Stat Pilates, uh, which what I practice now, follows five basic principles, which are biomechanical foundations of a safe and effective um, exercise. I see. Yeah. So... To be to be a Pilates instructor, are there certifications that you have to uh, undergo or take exams you have yeah. to take? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so mm -hmm. first you have to finish the the course, and then you're required to do certain hours of observation, uh, physical review. You have to do the exercises on your own body, and that's three parts. And then the third would be to um, do some practice teaching even if you're not yet certified. So they're going to teach it to your relatives, friends, yeah. So you're going to log those, log those hours, yeah. And then, no, 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 just log those hours. I mean, with signature of the participants. And then the examination is a bit tedious. Uh, there's practical exam. So during the practical exam, you have to assess the posture of a, cert, uh, a particular individual and then make uh pilates program or exercises based on that posture based on the um uh, based on the training that you took for the past two months and then aside from that uh there's also a written exam <laughs> oh wow so it's, so really, it's actually, um, really tedious it's a practical it's... exam and written exam uh -huh. like in college <laughs> oh wow yeah. so was it was it how how easy or how difficult was it for you to transition from physical therapy to Pilates? Was there any like difference? Was it is that an easy transition? 
how would you say your your move was what was it like to- totally different from what you're doing as a physical therapist or would you say it's the same as patient education and physical therapy or are there any like, it is it is actually because mm-hmm. you know uh, when you're a pilates instructor you don't just teach clients the exercises okay mm-hmm. To make them understand their body. I mean, for mm-hmm. them to be able to appreciate the exercise, you have to uh, tell them the importance what this this particular repertoire do in their body, so mm-hmm. they would make, they would appreciate it more. Okay. Mm. So, would you say w- your your training, your background in physical therapy, helped you a little bit in in becoming a a, a good a Pilates instructor or it did help with your, capital, your practice, right? Capital, yes. And I cannot emphasize it enough. Okay. So this, the first part of the course to be a Pilates instructor is to study functional anatomy, which is basically bones, muscle, and their actions. Well, you don't need the nerves. <laughs> you don't need the nerves. You just have to go to the bones, the muscles, and the actions. It's a one-year subject for us in college, clinical anatomy. So it's one of the major advantages, I would say. Then you would also be taught how to do postural assessment, which we also did in orthopedic and physical assessment during, during our time. Yeah, I, can't, I, I won't forget this because I was the first body yeah, in our laboratory class during our time. Yeah. <laughs> so it is necessary in Stat Pilates because it serves as the basis of the repertoire that you would give in your client to improve their posture and alleviate postural pain or injury. So there's anatomy, postural assessment, and then most of all, I would say the bulk would be the subject of therapeutic exercises. You must love it, Kistner. <laughs> um, yeah. Therapeutic exercises um, subject in college has been the most valuable tool in creating a safe and effective exercise program, not only as a Pilates instructor, but also as a certified American Council of Exercise personal trainer and health coach. Okay. So those things would really make you appreciate the classroom learning that you had. And I'm so grateful to all the excellent professors I had in college. Uh, Johan, that is why when our company is hiring new Pilates instructor, we, okay, we prefer someone with medical background or medical background, particularly physical therapy. I think that's the trend nowadays that I, I I've seen even in gyms they would hire personal trainers who are um, physical therapists or nurses who are sports yeah. science or physical education guys. So, yeah. so that that's good. I think and that's I good. Think, that's a good trend. Um, for example, in a gym setting, if you hired someone who is a physical therapist, mm-hmm. uh, there's always a combination of effective exercise. Yet it's safe. You know, you know what I mean. Um, they don't want to push the clients too hard to the point of getting them injured. So I think physical therapists would know the limits. You mentioned earlier about 
uh, Stot Pilates. Yeah. So how 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 is it different from the what do you call this uh, the normal Pilates? Is is, yeah. is Stot different from? Yeah, from... yeah. Well, Stot is a brand from Canada, from Toronto, Canada. Mm -hmm. What makes it different from the classical and the other methods of Pilates is well, mm -hmm. based on your studies, this is the most anatomical base or medical based uh, method of, uh, of of Pilates, okay? Um, we have some modification for the exercises so that the client won't feel that they're a failure just in case they cannot perform certain movements with ease. So you could, mod you could mod modify it. But still targeting the same muscle group and having same focus on the exercise. So, have you had any clients who uh, probably graduated from a, a um, formal physical therapy program, then would go to you and and tell you like, I want to continue my exercises. I had this injury, but it was okay now. I had physical therapy. What can you do for me? Have you had that kind of uh, clients? It actually uh, was this. Um, Pilates caters to a vast range of uh, uh, clientele. So you could start with someone who has medical condition. Uh, that would be, uh, they would be under uh, rehab Pilates. Also have uh, what's this regular Pilates for those who have who just wants to stay fit and and there are also advanced um, Pilates exercises for elite athletes who wants to maximize their potential. Yeah, runners, golfers. Yeah. So from go. So for for let's say, let's go to you mentioned. You had uh, clientele who are recovering from an injury. So, um, if they come to you, what could, what what should they expect from you? Would like uh, from from the first meeting to the succeeding meetings. What what do they? What would what should they expect in 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 a class of a rehab Pilates? Okay, so re okay, so the, um, actually there are regular Pilates and uh, rehab. There are regular, this is regular stat pilates, and there's also a stat rehab pilates. So I studied both, okay? So after I got my full certification, I took another specialization under stat pilates, which is called rehab pilates. This intensive course serves as a bridge between physiotherapy and pilates. It's a good, yeah. Yeah. They, it's, uh, it's, it connects, it's a link that connects the two worlds, okay? So here in the Philippines and most commonly in other countries such as Taiwan and Canada, patient would go to a doctor for a diagnosis. So they would have a uh, radiologic uh, test, maybe MRI, X-ray. After the medical diagnosis has been given, um, the rehab doctor would give uh, the, the patient um, an option. Instead of going to the rehab clinic um, or hospital for PT sessions, the patient could have a rehab pilates for his or her 
musculoskeletal condition. Okay, the main bulk would be musculoskeletal condition. The approach is more holistic because you work on the whole body rather than isolating the body part that has an issue. So, for example, you go to a medical, okay, you go to a um, um, rehabilitation center, you have low back pain, and they would just focus on that. Okay, but when you do a rehab pilates, of course, focus would be given on that particular area, okay, uh, your condition, but you would be also working on the rest of the body because your body works as a chain, okay? You have to look at the body of a person as a whole, not only focusing on the injured part, but as a whole. How did it come? How do the other parts concentrate, uh, compensate for the injury? Yeah, and then and how um how the injured area could catch up? Yeah, so it's more actually holistic. And the patient doing a rehab Pilates session, the patient slash client is more active in the exercises rather than being passive with all the modalities. It's like what you would see in a traditional physical therapy clinic. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. So you, the client comes into your, uh, in your, in your, um, what do you call it? Gym or studio, studio, gym? studio, yeah. studio. It, the, the client comes into your studio, says that I have this injury, but it's good. Now my physical therapist discharged me already. Um, so what do you do in, in the first meeting? Do you do like the assessments first, then yeah, actually, or do you do where um, they go for actually, um if you are trained for um rehabilitation pilates, it's possible to skip the PT clinic sessions. So right after you would give it the diagnosis, just like this, instead of going to a PT clinic, PT clinic, okay, you would be doing the rehabilitation program on the Pilates studio right then and then. Yeah, so you could skip the, what's this? You could skip the hospital visit, the PT clinic visit, yeah, and go straight to your Pilates. So just, you're just like going to a regular gym, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. But that's but, under the supervision and referral of the doctor. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Before mm -hmm. we start mm -hmm. with a, before we start with a, uh, what's this? Uh, rehab Pilates, okay, we ask for a clearance from a rehab doctor, um, medical documents, um, x-rays, MRIs, and then what could, sometimes doctors would um, give you the contraindicated movements, might be dangerous for the uh, client, but sometimes um, if the rehab doctor knows that, that your physical, uh, your plastic instructor is also a um, licensed physical therapist, sometimes the rehab doctors give us more um, freedom to choose which exercises. Yeah, because they assume that since you're a licensed uh, physical therapist, you know what are the what? exercises are that would be that are safe yeah safe and would be what's this um would be safe and 
recommended for this particular condition or injury. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's also, that's one of the um, advantages of ha- being a licensed physical therapist in that field. Actually, when I was uh, scheduling our interview, I was looking into Pilates and physical therapy here in the U.S. And um, it w- it's amazing because there's a lot of uh, Pilates physical therapy hybrid studios or clinics yeah. here in, in 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 the U.S. And yeah. I guess there's also a niche with with yes. combining physical therapy and and Pilates so, or Pilates moves. So I guess that's uh, that's what it's attractive as well to, to to clients because they're not doing traditional physical therapy, but they yeah. they would treat it as uh, being um, rehabilitation, but with a touch of fitness as well. So it's like two birds yeah. in, in so you don't get stone. feel depressed. Uh, you go visit the clinic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so instead of saying I'm going to physical therapy, they'll just say I'm going to Pilates I'm to, going to, the, to help me yeah, with my yeah, yes. yeah. So mm-hmm. it, it's a different outlook actually. Okay, it becomes more positive. It's a more it's more a positive experience to start with. Okay, rather than going to a clinic or hospital where you can see all other people with uh, medical conditions. So yeah, our Pilates classes or like whichever classic or the rehab, are they one-on-one or are they um, group? Oh, okay. So what's this? Um, we're offering um, uh, classes from two to eight um, participants. Okay. But these are reserved for somebody who has no medical condition. Okay. Okay, but if you declared on your info sheet that you have, for example, scoliosis, uh, knee problems, past medical, recent um, past uh, surgical history, as much as possible, we want you to enroll on a one-on-one, not necessarily rehab pilates, but in a private class, so that the exercises would be tailored for your needs. Yeah. Gotcha. Right, right, right. So, so that they, you, example, you as an instructor uh, can adjust. Yeah, and it would uh, it would affect the pacing of a class. Mm-hmm. How long does a class usually last um, or a session? 55 to, 55, to one, 55 minutes to one hour. Oh, okay. Yeah. So are, are they given like rest breaks or is it like continuous movement? No, the only, the only rest that you have is from like transferring from one machine to another. So, uh, in a Pilates um, workout, um, when you do a certain repertoire, you do it for you do it only for like eight to twelve repetition, and then move to another repertoire or exercise. Unlike in the gym, where you have to do it for three sets. Of 12 repetition, it's like volume training. No, um, um, in Pilates, you just do a certain movement for 12, a uh, maximum of 12 repetitions. Okay, because um, we're after the quality of movement and not the quantity mm-hmm. of the repetition. So, mm-hmm. it yeah, so more on how the 
pace uh, how the client does the movement and, and not how yeah. many re- times he can do it. Yeah, so yeah, it's a mm. Pilates is a precision exercise, okay? It improves your body awareness. Unlike in the gym, you could do certain exercises while watching TV, uh, what's this, or listening to your iPad. No, in Pilates, you have to think the movements, process it in your brain before the body could execute it. That's why it's called mind and body exercise. Every movement uh, that the body uh, ex- executes has to uh, start from the brain. Okay, so there's this like mind-body connection, neural connection, neural connection. Wow, wow! I, I didn't uh, think that would be a lot of like. It takes a lot of attention to 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 be engaged in Pilates. So you mentioned machines. How it, would the uh, would the client stay on like one machine or? Would the client like go to different machines throughout the session? Uh, okay, let me show you around the studio. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay, okay, good. So a tour. Yeah. Okay. Sure. No, no. Uh, what's this? Um, <laughs> basic Pilates class would consist of um, three parts. Okay, mat, reformer, and a Cadillac. Actually, Cadillac chair and barrel. So Matt actually... The Cadillac chair. I'm familiar with that. Yeah. Okay, Matt, Matt actually are... Matt actually is just like um, any floor exercises, like what you do in yoga. Okay? Uh, and then a reformer is a bed with uh, springs attached to it. Okay? Like this one. Yeah. So we use a spring as a form of resistance, not the usual plates or dumbbells that you see in the gym. Why? Because um, the spring has this um, property that mimics the movement of the muscle. So as you pull the spring, the tension gets heavier. Okay? So it's just like with your um, muscle. And uh, so this is a reformer. This would be the Cadillac. So it's a four-poster bed. Uh, it works halfway as a mat and a reformer. And then the rest would be the, the sorry, <laughs> the rest would be the barrel, like this one. So the, yeah. And then these are the stability chair. Yeah. So you have your reformer, Cadillac chair, and then, uh, barrel. Yeah. Nice. I, I did. I um, There was a time that I had an experience with a client that had um, physical therapy, occupational therapy, and Pilates as his rehab team. Uh-huh. And I, I, I saw that he, he bought a reformer. He bought a, a chair. And home? At home. Oh, my. <laughs> He's he's that rich. <laughs> he must be filthy rich. Yeah, yeah, he's that rich. Yeah, and when he does his Pilates, the the two therapies are there: the physical therapy and the actually. It's a good investment, you know. Sure. Actually, it's a good investment. You know why? Because you could mm-hmm. use those machine uh, in the period of your rehabilitation or your recovery, and then. Once you're fully recovered, you could use that as a form of your um, 
fitness and wellness. Yeah, fitness. Yeah, that's yeah. True, that's true. Actually, yeah, you can uh, transition we, from we consider rehab Pilates, to fitness. We consider Pilates not just a workout or an exercise. Me personally, I call Pilates as a lifestyle. Because the principles um, used in Pilates when you're doing the exercise, those are the same principles that you would apply on your day-to-day basis, in your activities of daily living, or you could also use that in other forms of your uh, exercise, like gym training, suspension training, or sports running, golf, or swimming, to make your body efficient, yeah, and free from injury. Yeah, so I think having um, Pilates machine and learning Pilates would be a very, very good investment, actually. Yeah. So we're we're it was it was a pleasure talking with you. So we're we're now at the end of our show, and um, this is like what would be we're already at the, the takeaway, the to go part. Um, with with our interview, what would you want the audience to take away from your experience and um as a physical therapist to a Pilates instructor? What is it that 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 you learn them um in your practice right now that you want to share with other people okay let's talk about the similarities of physical therapy and pilates well physical therapy and pilates both works to make the body move as efficient as possible and pain free um for me as a professional mastering your anatomy and thorax would be a would make you a highly qualified physical therapist and Pilates instructor. Some of the many benefits that Pilates can offer you are the same things physiotherapy gives you, aside from muscular strength, uh, well, endurance, flexibility. It also promotes balance and coordination. We teach you body awareness, okay? In... In medical terms, we call it proprioception, but we call it here body awareness. And help you improve your posture to prevent pain and injury. As we all know, most of the injury of uh, pains that the body are experiencing are uh, postural in origin. Yeah, those imbalances that you have uh, in different joints in your body. Um, Pilates serves a wide range of clientele from rehab patients to all the way to elite athletes, just like what I mentioned earlier. Uh, by the way, there is Pilates also for prenatal as well as postnatal, just like uh, we discussed, what's this? Um, InterX, remember mm-hmm. that? Right, uh, right, right. Um, prenatal, most especially for those who are suffering gestation recti. You're familiar mm-hmm. with that term, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we also have. So, for Pilates. those who are not familiar with that that term, what what is diastasis recti? It's uh, it's the separation of uh, was it linea alba, and because brought about by weak abdominal uh, weak abdominal muscle of course strength, most especially if you have big babies during uh big babies during your uh pregnancy. Yeah, we also have Pilates for dancers and golfers. Yeah, specific course for that. And another specialty track in Pilates, which is close to my heart, would be Pilates for advanced age or geriatrics. 
just it's not your specialty is it your specialty yeah that's my specialty yeah oh. geriatric well that's my yeah. what, is, what would i say that's why we, that's my bread and butter <laughs> yeah that's close to your heart <laughs> no yeah seriously seriously mm-hmm. i will see my grandparents on those my grandparents on those clients uh, they're really mm-hmm. nice yeah. they really appreciate appreciate what you're uh doing to them yeah yeah. yeah, I believe that like uh, uh, Pilates would be a, a a good addition or a tool to uh, a physical therapist's uh, toolbox. Yeah, because if you're like practicing in an outpatient facility or if you're uh, you're a private practice physical therapist, I, I believe that learning um, Pilates would be a good um, addition to what you're doing. Um, with your clients in terms of movement yeah, and yeah. fitness. Mm-hmm. It's an additional credential, actually. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what's this? Yeah. Uh, it opens you to more uh, clientele. Yeah, It makes you more mm-hmm. marketable, actually. Okay? Yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's an advantage, I believe. Yeah. All right. So, again, thank you very much, Burns, for, for being in the show and taking time to um, talk about your career, your your path as a physical therapist going to Pilates and how you're doing right now in that field. So um, I hope okay. this, this is not the, the last time that we're going to talk. So uh, again, thank you for uh, being in the show. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure. Thank you, Johan. Hope to see you again. Bye. That is our meal for today, Pilates and Physical Therapy with our guest, Burns Reyes. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you like what you've heard and learned something from the conversation, let me know by leaving a comment and sliding to my DMs, I mean, in the show's social media DMs, in Instagram and Facebook at PTMail Podcast. You can also post uh, an episode in your stories and, and, and tag PTMail so I'd know who's listening. Thank you again for joining our conversation. Sana nabusu kayo and uh, please come again for another serving of PT Meal Physical Therapy Podcast. Have a good day.